Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. Today's title and topic are the 25 most important questions to ask before you get engaged. So all of my seriously dating couples out there listening, this is for you. These are crucial questions that will help you really determine if this is the right person for you to be able to spend the rest of your life with. So great questions. I know a lot of times when you're listening to this, you're driving or you're walking or you're exercising. That's awesome. You're going to want to refer back to them and just, you know, maybe even pause this if you're listening with your partner one step at a time and take your time as you answer these questions. I'm going to fire them off, but you may need some ample time, days, weeks, or months to process this. Okay. So number one, let's dive in. This is probably the most important one, which is this. Why do you want to get married to your partner? All right. You wouldn't believe how many engaged couples I see. I asked that question. Why do you want to get married? And there are blank stares on their face. You guys, that's a red flag. All right. So many couples, especially if you're like 30 years old approaching that, especially women, you're like thinking, okay, biological clock, timing, all this kind of stuff. I've had friends say, you know what? It seems like when people are in their thirties, it's kind of like playing the game of musical chairs. When you're in your twenties, you're like, I got time. You know, the music's still playing. Everything's great. And then all of a sudden your thirties happen and it's like the music stops. You sit down and you look to your left and right and see who's next to you. And oftentimes people that hook up, shack up from a party or a bar or, you know, they met on Tinder or something like that. And it's kind of like, well, you're next to me. So maybe you're the one. If that's happening to you, that's a big red flag. Okay. So the question is, why do you want to get married? You should be able to have a response to that that evokes passion in you. If you don't, maybe spend some time processing why it doesn't. All right. So that's number one. Number two, equally important is this. What is the purpose of marriage? Right. A lot of my couples that I see, they're already living together, you know, doing life. It's like, well, why get married? What does marriage do? Like, what is the purpose of marriage for you and for your partner? That's number two. Number three, what makes you feel this is the right time to get married? All right. I see a lot of people who are going into the service and into the military and they're fresh out of high school. They're 19 years old or 18 years old. And then all of a sudden they get married on a whim. It's like, okay, well, maybe this partner is beautiful and wonderful and it's really exciting over the last few months, but is it the right time? If you're 30, is this the right time? Just because your biological clock is ticking, is this still the right time? And so processing timing around marriage and life situations going on in your life. I've had people who have lost family members like a father who died and all of a sudden there was a lot so I've seen couples postpone the wedding just for that I've seen other people who are addicted to alcohol or drugs and they get into a relationship research shows that you want to be able to stay without making big decisions for at least a year if you're coming out of sobriety so big questions like that around timing number four what are your top non-negotiable values in order like if you have your top four or five even and your values are the things that you hold on to no matter what okay so it could be you know i want to make sure that i have kids all right what are theirs i want to make sure that i can make as much money as i want or i need to live in this specific place okay those are really important things like are there any non-negotiable values that you have in a relationship you know if it's they need to be blonde hair five foot nine you know right-handed and snowboard you know it's like okay well maybe that's your value (laughs) maybe it shouldn't be but process that okay 
That goes into number five, which is actually a value thing. Do you want to have kids? And if so, how many? That for so many people is a non-negotiable factor. That's a deal breaker for some. Some are like, no, I don't want to have kids. Others are like, no, I do want kids. Some people feel pressured to say, I don't want kids when really maybe they would because their partner doesn't want to, but they don't feel like they're safe to talk about that or things change. So big conversation around kids. Now, number six, if you do want kids, how high of a priority is it to you to live in proximity to your family? I've seen a lot of couples who they live a thousand miles away from mom and dad. They're on an adventure. They're in a new state. It's really fun. And then they get pregnant and then they have their first child. And all of a sudden, for a lot of people, did you know the average American lives within 40 miles of where they grew up? And so there's a huge pull, a gravitational pull to be next to family. Is that your gravitational pull? Is that your partners? Talk through that. Number seven, if kids are in your present or future, what are some expectations around who works and who stays home if there are any expectations? Big one. Number eight, how does your family feel about your relationship? Okay, not that that's a deal breaker necessarily, but like what are some things that you're going to have to navigate for if you say, I do? Number nine, how does both of yours and your partner's spirituality impact your relationship if you decide to get married? You know, I've seen people who are like, well, you know, we're Catholic, so we need to get married in the Catholic Church and you need to convert. Or we're Jewish or we're this or we're that. Like, talk about that. Have you had the spiritual conversations in making those decisions? Okay. Number 10, what are your core fears? And how do these fears get triggered in real life situations? You guys, this is a very deep conversation, but probably one of the most profound ones because there's really two ways to operate in life. There's fear and there's love. And we can get triggered in fear situations. And if you don't know what they are, they will have power over you and continue to motivate and activate your life. If you know your core fears, then all of a sudden what you realize is that so many married people problems are really just single people problems. It's like, oh my gosh, that argument we're having has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with my core fear or insecurity that I've had since I was a child. Fear of abandonment, fear of failure, you know, goes really deep into identity stuff. So big, big question. Number 11, what unresolved issues do you need to address before saying I do. You guys, this is so important because for a lot of us, you know, maybe there's a past relationship that there's still a wound. Maybe there's someone that you treated extremely poorly. Maybe there's some unresolved elements that you need to take care of. Otherwise, it will come back and bite you or impact you if you get married. So those are big, big questions. Number 12, are you motivated to grow personally? And is your partner, you guys, Again, this is one of the most important questions because so much of marriage is about personal growth. It's about when two people individually are willing to continue to work on themselves, that impacts a relationship positively, okay? When one person in the relationship is not willing to grow personally, guess what happens? They reach a ceiling. The other partner may be continue to grow, but that other partner is saying, you know what, I'm done. And that will have a dramatic impact on a relationship and is a big reason why couples get divorced. Number 13, very spiritual question. Who am I? This is huge. Do you know who you are? All right. I remember from myself and I predicated who I am based on what I do, which is really great until what you do fails. And if you're a failure, then I'm not worthy. And if I'm not worthy, you might as well kill me. I mean, it's like there's no point in living. I mean, these were some big, big identity things that I had to realize what foundation 
of who I am and my standing on because the foundation by which you stand on is how you live your life. Who is your partner and who are you? That's a big, big question, okay? Number 14, what are my top emotional needs and what are my partners? This is an interesting question, a question that oftentimes couples never even think to ask my emotional needs. What do you mean? Like respect is a big one for both men and women, but oftentimes women define respect in terms of who they are. Being an equal partner and respect for a man is often predicated on what he does, right? That's an emotional need. Maybe to feel cherished or to be known or to have shared activity. You know, like what are some emotional needs that you guys have for each other? Number 15, what motivates me? Why do you get up every morning? Why do you do what you do? What motivates inside of you? You know, what gives you meaning and purpose and human fulfillment? And what is your partner's? Number 16, what repels you or triggers you? Okay, is there anything like annoying habits or when you say this thing, I just get totally irked? If so, talk about those things because those are gonna be really important factors in your relationship. Number 17, what have you supported each other through? in the years, right? Often couples who have never had any arguments, never fight, never have any issues. I'm not saying you have to have drop down kickout fights, but you never disagreed well. That's an issue, okay? Because you don't know how you're gonna respond or react when an issue does arise. And so have you supported each other through hard times? And if so, how? And talk about those experiences because those are oftentimes game changers in helping a partner know you're the one. If we could get through this, we can get through anything. Okay, that leads us into number 18, which is this. What are two to three challenges you predict you will face together if you do get married? Be honest, write them down, and talk to each other about those. Number 19, what do you want to accomplish together, right? Like, what are your vision together as a married couple? Number 20, what are your deepest wishes you have? Number 21, what makes your relationship tick to the point where you're like, this is marriage material right here, folks. <laughs> Number 22, what do you respect about your partner? Okay, write that down. Number 23, how has life gotten better since meeting your partner? It's really good to be reminded of like, oh yeah, this is why I'm considering getting engaged. Number 24, what about them inspires you? Right? And then lastly, number 25, what are you giving up if you get married. Marriage is amazing and there's so many things you gain, but every time you gain something, you also lose something. If I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? And that's a very important question to ask. So you see, these are deep questions. So spend time, process them with your partner, but it's a game changer. So cheers for now and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends, and if you want to take your life, love, or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.